0: Our guests on the program today: Chickasaw Mayor Chris Mosley and Vice Mayor Zach Grayson. Uh, Chris, thanks for coming in today. Good hey, to thank have you. you back.
1: Thank you, George. Thank you for having us.
0: And uh, Vice Mayor Grayson on for the first time. Zach, hello, Chickasaw. How's it going? <laughs> Doing good. good. George. I good to have so. you on the chair. Uh, just want to talk about some things. Also, things Chickasaw today, and uh, just recently got a new budget passed for the fiscal year that'll be starting this next week. So. Uh, I know th- the last few months have been pretty interesting for you, uh, Mayor, with the, being an acting city manager and everything. So,
1: it, Yeah, I would say my lifestyle has changed a little bit yes. over the last few days. <laughs> um, it, it's, um, it's long hours. It's very rewarding. And the the beauty of it is I kind of wish every council member can see what I see on my side now. And working with our staff members and such, I mean, we got incredible employees for the city of Chickasha. We, in some places, we just don't have enough of them. And so that's one thing we're really trying to work with is you prioritize these certain projects and such that, you know, we wish we could fix everything immediately right then. You know, money holds us back and then just personnel just not having enough of it. But working with everybody, it's amazing to watch all these departments work together together and help each other. You know, we meet together twice a month on first and third Tuesdays for our staff meetings, and everybody kind of airs what they're running into, and then you'll see the other department has jumped in, hey, I can help you with that. And so that's really the rewarding part of the job is watching this teamwork take place. And last year there were some
0: dire predictions about the city's budget uh, for this year, and uh, I know you were kind of walking on uh, some – some fine lines there, but yeah. uh, you came came through with some really good sales tax numbers, which really was unexpected. It, yeah. it was it
1: was unexpected. We recovered quicker than I thought we would. Um, so you know you kind of predict a little doom and gloom. We're still well short where we need to be. You know if we want to improve our services, which the city does, the city departments want to give more back to their citizens. It just takes more money, and we don't have the resources, the the finances to do that. So we're kind of limited where we are. So the council and uh, we're all working together on what we can do to make changes to that. And you know, we've looked at rate structures and, and our fees and, and uh, like on our building permits and such, we've made some major changes there uh, to get us in line just with industry standards. And so uh, Rachel Burnish, our planning and zoning uh, department head, she's She's come from Plano, Texas, with some great ideas, and she does a, a masterful job of, of keeping the city moving in a way of construction. It's good to see that.
0: We're seeing a lot of uh, some construction, which is good. It is. So we've got uh, the Wendy's uh, going vertical now, and that's, that's good to see. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's,
1: I'll be done here pretty quick. You yeah. know, of course, we have um, uh, Shada Valley. They're starting their third phase here pretty soon.
0: Residential? It's all
1: residential, yes, Mm -hmm. off Country Club. Mm -hmm. You know, you have home creations with theirs. You have uh, another development going to be coming in at 29th and Grand, the 31 acres there, which will have a little bit of commercial retail. And then you'll have uh, home sites behind it. And, of course, you have Redbud Ridge, which is back behind uh, the Brookmore addition off Pondridge. So we've got a lot of new construction coming in. And then we also have the east side development, which is, right now you see a lot of dirt being moved, and that's in preparation of uh, gated townhomes. There'll be a four-story apartment building there, two more hotels, six and a half acres of uh, retail development, and there's going to be, what was it, oh, a senior living. Mm. Oh,
0: that's uh, that's needed for yeah. sure. And uh, the council just this week approved uh, some construction out at Southgate for some duplexes, a few that's of uh, the Bryce Binion yep. going on out there, and some commercial too. So We do. It's going on. So, Zach, talk about uh, you're the new vice mayor now. So, uh, talk about your new responsibilities uh, with that.
2: Well, uh, you know. To be honest, not much has changed. (laughs) Until Chris leaves. Well, I mean, (laughs) yeah. yeah. got to go out of town. Please let that not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, yeah, next council meeting, I think I'm running it. uh, Okay. So we'll see how that uh, monkey show goes. But um, uh, as far as, I mean, Chris has always leaned on me quite a bit, you know, getting input just like he does with the rest of the council members. But uh, as far as that, I mean, my involvement stays the same. It's just my signature's on a couple of signature cards for the banks, I believe. Um, But, yeah, then if Chris – for whatever reason, decides to uh, go on a vacation. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a guy. You're
0: it. Okay, <laughs> well we'll we'll count on you for doing the right thing. Though, uh, I'm so. here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm in it to win it. All right. So just talk about uh, some of the things that that you're concerned about uh, at the city level, and some things that uh, that you and Chris are working on to try to try to improve.
2: I mean, first and foremost, uh, like Chris has already mentioned, you know, he's doing the day to day for the city manager, and that's that's not his job, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're desperately seeking a good city manager and i say good by like qualified we want to hire hard so we quit the turnover that we've been having um, and we'll talk more about that here a little yeah, bit so. yeah yeah um that and just budgetary constraints you know uh like chris said getting services to the people that's what we're here for is to provide services to the citizens well you have to operate within a budget because it's not just one department it's not just streets it's not just water it's not just police it's the whole pie you know and you've got to do the best you can in each one of those departments and not just let one or two or three get, get the majority of the funds.
0: As far as the sales tax revenues we talked about, it's been over a million dollars <laughs> the last couple, three months. Yep. And that's used to be rare at this time of year that you'd see those levels. So, um, you know, whether they're uh, driven by the uh, the federal funds that have been coming out uh, because of the pandemic, which I'm sure that's a big key, a big reason for that. But uh, just to see folks uh shopping locally and getting those sales tax revenues up.
1: Well, we have our business partners with the um EDC and the Chamber of Commerce. They've done they've teamed up together uh and done some masterful things on programs to just remind people how important it is to keep your money local. And that is, you know, shop here because you know, if you go out of town, those other cities will not send money back to us to, to fix water lines or fix sewer lines or fix the or buy a new fire truck or provide new squad cars for our police officer or actually hire the personnel. Now, that all comes from money generated here in town. Now, we're actively looking for grants and such to help us with those things. But still, in the meantime, we have to have those daily uh, funds coming in. And, but you're right, George. The sales tax dollars have increased. Um, we are, I want to say March— was a uh it was a 17 percent increase from march of 20 to march of 21. so that was a big jump that month but over february it was like a 33 percent wow yeah. there's several hundred thousand dollars that jumped up and that could have been a lot of its stimulus so you you always kind of have to wait those two months to find out what really happened so we're waiting on april numbers mm-hmm. which we'll get in uh well i guess may numbers we'll get in july right so we'll see how you know may turned out for us um, you know, we're not In Oklahoma, we're not having the stimulus money anymore, so we'll see if we kind of settle out a little bit. But we should be, if you look at our historic trends, and that's what I did over the – I pulled out all the audits for like the last five years. and was looking at trending of all of our sales tax. And we should be in an upward swing now, and they'll start – it won't really decline until like January. So we'd be, we should be increasing, stabilizing, and then we'll drop down in January, February, March. But this last year, we actually went up a little bit in January, February, March. So we were doing better than I anticipated, uh, but, you still were, but we're still running a couple million short. Mm-hmm. So we're, we can be excited about what we've done so far, which is that's us. That's us as citizens doing this. We need to uh, look at some other revenue streams because we know we have services we want to provide. You know, we want to fix you know, roads and streets. It just, it's horribly expensive. There is a, if you want to rebuild a road, one block— and in the road bed is deteriorated, so you have to go back basically to Mother Earth, and you have to rebuild it up. That's a quarter million dollars a block. So when your budget's four hundred thousand, you don't get very far. That's true, very true. Um,
0: so you're mentioning some uh, new revenue sources, and uh, this would be a good time to talk about a new uh, law that's going to be going into effect in November. Yes, the sir. state legislature uh, just gave uh, giving municipalities. The approval to have an election, schedule an election, to increase property taxes to
1: pay for police and fire. That's correct. And it, that money goes to your first responders, and that would help supplement the general fund expenditures that we have for those two branches. And And they're very important. I mean, it could be the meaning, it could be the difference of having the money for a payment for a new fire engine. Now, this last year, we're averaging uh, just under $5,000 a year in, in repairs, and that's just age repairs. I'm, not, I'm sorry, a month, a month. Yes, a month. Thank you. Just under $5,000 a month on age repairs. You know, things are just getting old, and they, there's all those moving parts on those big trucks. So we, we got – when they're called, they want to respond, and then we respond with the best equipment possible. You know, we, I don't want to have a bucket brigade. I want them to have the best equipment possible because when they get called out, it's for saving lives. Saving property, saving lives. So let's give them the best tools they have in their hands.
0: So, uh, you, do you anticipate maybe scheduling an election? This law doesn't go into effect till November. So, That's do correct. you anticipate that uh, yes. you may ask for yes for this test? And we'll
1: show we'll show the need to the citizens. You know, you, we, we need buy-in from the community. They've they've got to see. Yeah, you're right. We need more. We want more. We want to participate with our. Fellow citizens of Chickasha. You know, it's not like we're wanting, you know, I don't like taxes at all. You know, I'm, I'm extremely conservative by nature, but I want to provide the best services possible to my citizens. And this is the only way we can really do things like this.
0: So we're, we're still, this will be next year if that, uh, when that happens. So a lot to have go on between now and then. Just want to remind the folks that it will take a 60% majority Correct. to mm-hmm. approve any. Uh, property tax increase for residents inside the city. Inside, inside that of that city money buildings. would stay here right. with
1: us. Right. Now, we do get – there is a EMS fund for the uh, 522 board, which we get. Um, and this year, we're picking up um, uh, another squad vehicle from them. Uh, they've increased the reimbursement back to us uh, from like 350 to 422. So there's an additional benefit there. Because we, we go basic county line to county line with our EMS and fire. Uh, so I mean, it, and so we're trying to find models of efficiencies. So we got another squad truck that we can take with that ambulance for manpower. That'd be much more efficient. And uh, I saw pictures of it. And it's it's really a good looking truck. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty cool looking. All right, but it's one thing
0: we're just trying to get better. Zach, let's talk about some uh, recent events that have uh, been very popular for Chickasha. Uh, just this last week, the big air show. Oh, the air uh, show at at was the huge. It was awesome.
2: It was huge. Yeah. It was a great turnout. I think. Uh, Shay said that we almost tripled the attendance from the year prior. Um, you know, I was out there in the morning. My daughter actually got to go up in one of the, oh, nice. the Falcon flight, yeah. the trick planes, and she had the time of her life, you know. Um, it was cool to watch them and, and just see everybody out and about and having a good time, you know. Um, especially uh, Shay at the city, you know, she did a great job planning and putting that thing on. It goes back to what Chris is saying. We have great employees working for us, you know. And that's the whole driving force of the other city. It's people, you know. Um, Eighty percent of our budget, ninety percent of our budget's salary, yeah, people. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, just this last week, we had this huge national youth livestock show. Uh, I don't think they'd ever, I they don't think they've ever been to Chickasha for sure. Maybe it's been ten years since they've been in Oklahoma. But uh, a lot of folks in town, and uh, parking spaces were few and far between at the Grady County Fair. Oh, Race. oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure that
2: if you were uh, if you drove over the viaduct, you know, at any point in time, you saw all them trucks and trailers out there and and, you know, it was a, it's a youth show, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of kiddos uh, traveling. They come from all over the country.
0: I think they were 700 kids from,
2: like, 28 states, I you know, think is what it's, they were saying. It was so. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just the kids. That's not the family. Yeah, and, the adults uh, and uh, grandparents and everything else come and, with And, it. and they're, they're here. You know, they, yep. they were here for four days, uh, five if they moved in early. And they, they, you know, stayed here, ate here, shopped here. You know, it was a great thing for Chick-fil-Shay, and it's things like that that drive sales tax revenue for us. Because that's as a municipality, that's what we're married to. Uh, that's where our budget comes from.
0: And kudos to Andy Maher and Jamie Jones at the fairgrounds for all their all their work in doing that. That's that's
1: great. Yeah, Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, they're great working partners with the city.
0: Let's turn our attention to you mentioned EDC earlier, <laughs> and uh, some of, there are some hotel motel funds that go. Uh, to EDC, is right. that, you might explain yeah, that the process. The, the hotel-motel
1: tax, which is um, an 8% sales tax on a hotel room, uh, goes into the city of Chickasha, which the city uh, keeps 10%. Another 90% goes into the Chickasha Industrial Authority. And the industrial authority is charged with economic development. Well, we have teamed up with the Economic Development Council of, Oklahoma, of Chickasha, which is um, uh, Jimmy Cowan or Jim Cowan. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jimmy's the high school name yeah. that I know him as. Uh, and their job is uh, development of industry, employment in the city limits of Chickasha, or and basically the surrounding areas. Because we know if, we, if an outside employer that may be outside the city limits – we're going to get the fallout from that with their employees living here around here shopping here so we we want to help everybody around us as much as possible because that it makes a bigger footprint for your employment base and so they've been active with that those hotel motel taxes a year ago at this time were about eight thousand dollars, which yeah, is horrifying many. because yes. we were at sixty so you start wondering like how can you start make this thing work and so we Back in October, I started telling them, hey, we're, like, not even close. We're not even 50% where we need to be. And I said, be prepared to, you know, trim your budget and such mm-hmm. because I don't know what's going to turn out. Well, starting in January, uh, it jumped up to pre-COVID numbers. And so, and that's where we have additional hotel, but the rates, you know, the rates are lower than what they used to be. Uh, but we're we're filling places up. And with events like the 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 fairgrounds, sports complex, um, the fly-ins, we're filling hotels again. I know back in May, a, 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 a class was having their you know 40-something reunion, which I don't understand that. I'm not nearly that old, <laughs> but I saw my friends there. And um, they were having trouble finding hotel rooms, which is a great thing to have, but it's a bad thing to have. So that's what that development on the east side is so important to get those other hotels here also. But it it's all it seems to be changing. So... Um
0: the search for a city manager is continuing yes um, and so you've been serving as acting. you thought the council was going to be able to maybe hire
1: one on your own, and that we didn't, we we didn't, had a couple of really good out. leads on yeah. some, and so we're trying to hold off on the expenditure and because these are two qualified candidates uh that it, we I had approached. Uh, one, I, I really can't release the name because it's it all still confidential. The other one uh, was, we just had contractual differences on it, um, and I wish them the very best. In fact, he's been extremely, both of these guys have been extremely helpful to me. Uh, I lean into them for just asking basic information, and they're more than willing to help share to do whatever. Sure. So, you know, we they're close communities to us, and so I want to do whatever we can to help them out also. But we're using SGR. Uh, as a search firm, and so we have 20 applicants so far, Um, and so there's 10 of them that are strong candidates, and we were emailed a brief 179-page synopsis of those candidates, Uh, so I've been reading a lot, and it kind of goes into detail what they do, what they haven't done, and if they're employed, why they're not employed. I mean, it's very detailed of what was happening with them, and we want to find that fit that perfect fit for us you know i don't want to you know i'd rather suffer a little bit on my personal business life and make sure the chickishay gets the right hire i'm working i'm more concerned to make sure that chickishay has the right
0: fit for us you know uh we haven't had a a length a long time city manager for quite some time right um you know, go back to the Larry Shelton days, and nobody spends twenty years as city manager, no. but he did, and he's still active as a matter of fact he uh, is uh so uh I'll talk to Larry, yeah, do you really Hell okay yeah. uh, so but the last two or three you know three, four years or something, and uh so you're looking for somebody more long term than that, obviously so. right yeah all right, so what's the timeline? you think uh, maybe we, we
1: should be um Calling in for interviews here in the next 30 days, um, I, w- I would think by late July, which is, you know, 30 days away, that we'll have narrowed down to a few candidates, bring them in for some interviews, and then uh, hopefully by mid to late August we'll have that, that candidate for us.
0: Zach, we want to talk about uh, some park improvements, and let's talk about uh, the, the Badgett Dog Park. That's going to be coming to Centennial Park here. That's going to be a nice addition.
2: It is, and, you know. When I, pardon me, you know, when I ran for city council, that was one of the number one things people asked me was, "Hey, can we get a dog park in this in this city?" And so it's it's nice to see that to finally come to fruition. And and uh, you know, one of the biggest, well, the, really the only way with our budget constraint that was able to happen was with the private funds that that uh, the the badger families put forth. Yeah. You know, that's the only way that this could happen. But they're... They've been a great community partner and they want to see it be not only a a dog park but a really good dog park. You know, it's it's going to be nice. I
0: know you're a little bit worried when the bids first came in, uh, a lot higher than you expected. Yep. Uh, (laughs) But uh, you're able to uh, trim some stuff out and get it down to a reasonable level,
1: and the badgets even uh, contributed a little bit more. They were contributing a little bit extra for us. Yeah, I I called them back and I said, hey, um, we're going to need to make some changes on these bids. It came out. Way much more than what we anticipated. It yeah, was so like $150,000. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So we, the low pit. Yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> and so we were anticipating a hundred. So we changed the vendor of some of the items out there. I mean, it's, it's a playground for these dogs. Yeah. It's, a, it's pretty amazing what's, what's going to be out there besides just grass and water feature. Right. It's, it's going to be multiple things for the animals to play on. Um, and I said, we can get down to about 110000 They said, whatever it takes to make a good dog bark. Well, good. And that was their attitudes. I was thrilled. And I said, okay, we'll go run with it then.
0: Groundbreaking win. Pretty quick, I guess. Pretty huh? quick.
1: Uh, all the contracts have been signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a matter of time for them to start turning the spade to get it going. Looking forward to
0: seeing that. And uh, speaking of animals, let's talk about the animal shelter. Getting some big mm-hmm. improvements, too. Some badly needed improvements. Yeah. Uh, we, we, for, we have
1: aged cages yeah. and, and pens and everything. And some of them
0: are older than you are. That's that's possible. Yeah, he's talking, he's talking to you, Chris, not me. <laughs> Zach's the kid in the room. Just say like that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, all new pens and such. Yes. Um, we've had another gift of um, one gift from a family of for five thousand dollars. We received another seventy five hundred dollars. of People just making um, donations to the city of Chickasha, which we gladly accept, um, and you just earmark it for whatever project you want, and that's where we'll put it. And we're, we're obligated to do that, and we're excited to see it. So, but we have. Uh, with the strays and such, we get you know, you got to be humane. Mm-hmm. And we had a problem with our facility; our animals were getting injured, mm-hmm. and we, we have to stop that. So we, you know, we want to do the right thing. And they do Yeoman's work to
0: get the animals adopted and find foster families, and uh, they even work with a, a national group to send them to the east or west coast. Yeah, uh, I guess Washington and Oregon. I guess there's a big need for foster animals out there I don't quite understand that, but if they can take them then that's great I we just do we they, put them on a
1: plane we find them out. I just hope yep. they find
0: good homes up there that's exactly uh, that's it there uh let's talk if there has been uh an individual that's talked about like chicochet a little bit at the council meeting a couple of weeks ago so uh talk about trying to uh, get some of those issues taken care of
1: we we have you know the council it's it's a great place out there mm-hmm. I mean I used to go when when I had my boat and my boys were younger uh we would go out there twice a week, every Tuesday and every Thursday, and we go water ski. And it's a great place to be. It's a beautiful little lake. It needs improvements. We know it does. We know it needs all sorts of help out there. It's cost, you know, just basically the cost. And so we're looking. Um, I uh, gave uh, uh, Kyle Marks the go-ahead on a camp host they will be out there. And uh, she is to make sure people are paying. Uh, she is to help pick up trash, um, and and I know this person individually. And she'll work her tail off. I've got a high level of confidence in her, um, and so I. It's those little things we got to start changing. There's a core group of them out there that really want to make the, the the lake better, uh, and I talk to them on a regular basis, and they're they're wanting to do whatever it takes to make it right. happen. I know there's some cons- concerns about uh, tall grass and weeds and there is. things like that. So Right, and it, it it just comes down to money. You know, we were out there mowing uh, yesterday and our big mower, big tractor, and all of a sudden it starts puking oil off the oh, dipstick. No. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. we we got, so it was like, well, how much is that going to cost? And we like, said, well, we're estimating like 15000 to replace a motor. Oh, that's great. So, it was unanticipated expense, but you know, it is what it is. We'll have to find a way to get through it. But it's just, we, we know we have one restroom's got a broken water main. we got to get that fixed. Um, but it's going to be a very expensive repair. And so it's just going to take us time to mm-hmm. generate the revenue streams to help pay for that.
2: Yeah, if you look at it, you know, from a monetary standpoint, the the lake brings in X and it costs X to run it. Well, it doesn't bring in enough to take care of itself. And that's, you know, you pull from other departments, uh, resources to take care of it. And we're doing the best we can, but you know, you got to look at priorities as far as, and not to say the lake's not a priority. It's a huge priority, but you can't just take from streets or fire or police and put it out there and, and fix it, everything you'd want to fix out there. It's just not going to happen. Uh,
0: the new budget, uh, talk about
1: maybe some street repair projects. Do you have anything set aside for? A, a, yeah, there, there's about uh, $8.3 million um, in street repairs. And what it is, that's money. The project we know that need to take place, uh, we're working with the Chickasaws. Uh, they are sending another inventory list over that we want to team up with them to do some of these repairs. And I've I spoke with them about a month ago, uh, and so they're I know they're reworking that. I talked to the county yesterday on some streets that they're wanting to uh, repave that are actually part in city limits of Chickasha. And so I talked to Ralph Beard yesterday about them. I, and they're willing to provide all the labor for us if we'll help share the cost of materials. And also that becomes affordable. Now we can start doing some things with that. Uh, so he's getting me some estimates that I'll take to council and I'll deal with our accounting to see, make sure it fits in our budget line. Uh, and, and we'll take care of that because I know um, those are things we have to do. It's just like you have to be so careful with your money because it's, it's our most valuable resource. I mean, we just don't have much of it.
0: In addition to a city manager, you've got some other openings in administration and I know you're getting ready to fill, I guess, a couple of those a couple of those spots.
1: All right, yeah. We have a new finance director starting on uh, June thirtieth. And we will have a press release for that here shortly for you, George. So I I can't pry it out of my mouth right now. So <laughs> they'll be coming. But yeah, they're they're well qualified, they're a certified public accountant. Uh, they've dealt with nonprofit and municipal side for over fifteen years. And so I think it's going to be a very good fit. They actually have family in the area, so she was very well aware of what was going on. And so it was, I think it's going to be a great fit for us.
0: All right, looking forward to uh, meeting her and uh, getting that information uh, out to the folks. So, uh, Zach, there's been a big issue about transparency and people wanting to get stuff out. And uh, you think the city's been doing better with that?
2: I think so. That's a great segue into what I what I something I want to talk about okay. is I want I want people to to remember they can be involved. Come to the council meetings, come see what happens, you know, hear it for yourself. Come voice your opinion, you know, call us, email us, get involved. We you know we're the council and the mayor is just doing the best they can, but we represent you. And without you Letting your voice be known and your opinions be known. You know, we're up here just making the best decisions from the information we have. We'd love to hear opinions and what you think would, the citizenry, what they think would be the best thing in their opinions to happen. You know, more heads are better than than one. Right. And
1: uh, the ward meetings? having.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll
2: have a
1: ward three meeting coming up on, I think, is that the 12th, Monday? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, on July the 12th. It'll Ward 3. We've had 1 and 2. I wish there was more attendance with them. Um, then we'll have Ward 4 and the August. second Monday of August. Uh so it's always the second Monday because we have Council the 1st and 3rd, and this will be the second Monday. Um, <clears throat> we're looking for people input. We can explain why we do certain things. Mm-hmm. Of course, no action can come from it. Right. Um, but we will explain you know, what we're looking at and why we do certain things because – a lot of times you'll see us do something and like go, well, that's insane. But then there's these laws here you have to follow. And like, then, you know, shed some light on it while, while we're doing it.
2: I know going back to, to the budget, you know, we were a little slow getting the budget on the city's website so people could look it over. And it was simply because we were still scrambling, trying to get it together. Wasn't it wasn't that it was ready and we were just holding <laughs> yeah. it. We, right up to the wire, we were still working <laughs> on it.
0: <laughs> but uh, $48 million, right around that, yep. for, between all the entities in all the, the, the entities, city, right? All the entities,
1: yes. <laughs> So yep. it's a chunk of change. Um, but, you know, you start sales tax is probably, you know, our, for the general fund, it provides 80 to 85 percent of all of our income. So when you see, a, you know, a 10 or 15 percent reduction, all of a sudden now it, it becomes a strain. So we can borrow money. we can take money from the municipal authority. When your sales tax comes in, it gets split automatically. So three-quarters of a percent goes to your um, capital improvement projects which is like roads, streets, sewers, those list stations that we put in, mm-hmm. um, those type of things. We've got some debt service we're paying off from those expansions. And then the 3% gets cut in half. One and a half percent goes to the general fund, and the other one and a half percent goes to the municipal authority, and that's by, state, that's by the city charter that does that. So we, can't, we have no way of changing that unless the Voted People allows to change that. So that, that allocation is set in stone, so we, we deal with it. But the charter also allows us for excess that we have on the municipal side to bring it back to the general fund. And that's basically how we make our payroll. And that comes from your water rates, your sewer rates, your trash rates. That's why we have to make sure that we're covering our cost and then some to make sure we can continue paying you know our people and paying our expenses. That's about all the time we have today, guys. <laughs> I wish we had a little more time, but uh, we don't. But
0: uh, we'll have you back uh, at some point. Sounds so, good. Uh, thank you, Thank you. You George. Thank you for coming today. And thanks to you for joining us for our Real Estate Today program today.